Namaste, Dr. Raven Elizabeth, and tonight I'm continuing talking about Go With Wolf. If you haven't checked out my previous last, I don't know, three episodes or so, I highly encourage it. Um, I talk about wolf medicine and how I came to realize that for me, being really rooted within my Shakti, my divine feminine wisdom, meant that I don't have to go with the flow of that of everybody else wants me to. I can go the other way. And when I move the word the other way, the word is wolf, one of my main guides along with Raven. And it was a profound moment for me. So I encourage you to check out my last few episodes where I talk about the taboo of tattoo and getting over that and my somatic experience of that ritual yesterday, um, 14th of August. Um, and then some other really fun episodes about, um, just how we can self-heal and self-regulate in our nervous system, um, all sorts of good things. So check it out. I have about 60 episodes now and it's available here on Anchor, but you can also listen on iTunes and Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Overcast, and really anywhere. Wherever you're listening to this now is perfect and divine. So let's get going on Wolf. Go with Wolf. And so I explained this on the last night's episode, but I took out the word the because when you remove the article like that, it's more archetypal. So Wolf as an archetype of the divine feminine, Wolf as a symbol of freedom, Wolf as an image within my psyche coming out of the December Gemini supermoon of seeing a wolf. Uh, covered in pink Himalayan salt and I've talked a lot about salt as well and I'm sure I'm going to probably just do an episode coming up here on the symbolism of salt and ritual salt and what it really means for our bodies and everything so look for that real soon salt is wisdom as Jung would say so I want to start with just a story and it's the first story in women who run with the wolves and I I will never do this justice from how Dr. Estes tells the story. But my version is what I feel in my body every time I listen to this book and hear her words and hear her sing and chant and really just embody the story of La Loba. So La Loba, it's a smith found throughout the Southwest United States into Mexico. And it's this hunched over old woman carrying bones and she's all raggedy walking the streets often at dusk or early in the morning gathering bones in the desert and so you don't want to encounter her necessarily she may take a liking to you but she may not but she's searching for bones and she brings them back to her cave underground but her favorite bones to collect are the bones of the wolf and she puts them together piece by piece and sings over them and when she puts the last little paw bone or the last piece of the tail the wolf starts coming to life and she's singing she's chanting over the bones as it becomes enfleshed and bodied and grows fur and has every color fur and I love this because Durga my husky just tapped her foot in her sleep so I think that's really <laughs> thank you Durga for being part of the story my little wolf being part of it so <laughs> wolf comes alive and embodied and it gets up and it runs 
and it's free and it's alive and it has soul and it has spirit and it's running and it turns around one time to look at La Loba and it turns into a woman who's laughing and her hair is wild and free and she has every color hair red and yellow and white and gray and brown and black and she's wild and she's free and I experienced a similar um profound experience uh <laughs> obviously uh back in late October and I was uh on a medicine walk and I've talked about this in my podcast around that time so I'll have to look it up and put it in the notes but it should be late October early November that I published it talking about this medicine walk I went on for my eco psychology class and um I was with Will. He came with us, um, my class actually, and he went with me to be there as a sort of facilitator and guide so that I could still have my journey. And um, I just went where I wanted, like where I felt called to and ended up at this oak tree that was split in half and one part was alive and one was dead and cried with the tree, the part that was alive and the part that was dead and touched it. And it was right around that time that a song had come to me when I was in Michigan. And I think it was about the week before. So it was very synchronistic. And I'll just, I'll sing it. And it's on, it's on my Shadow Sister EP that you can find on iTunes or anywhere, Spotify. So it's Raven Elizabeth, Shadow Sister. And this song um, was the first song I ever channeled. And it goes... I am the one they say who no longer sees Touching everything and talking to the trees But sight is more than what it seems My third eye gives me everything I need Home divine goddess I call you in Raising Shakti flowing with the wind Dancing with the moon and tracking the tides Forecasting, manifesting, lioness pride But I am the one they say who no longer sees Touching everything and talking with the trees But sight is more than what it seems My third eye gives me everything I need Om Divine Masculine, I call you in Set my heart ablaze again again Hunt me down while I gather my soul, stimulating, activating worlds unknown, but I am the one they say who no longer sees, touching everything and talking with the trees, sight is more than what it seems, my third eye gave me everything I need. And so the synchronicity was there as I palpated and embraced and hugged and cried with the tree that had been struck by lightning, destroyed by fire, but part was alive and part was dead. And it was within that, I was holding the tension of opposites as Jung describes it, moving towards individuation or enlightenment. So as I traveled on that day with William, I ended up in a dry creek bed because we were up in Santa Ynez on this... um, Sedgwick Preserve, owned by the University of California, Santa Barbara. It's amazing land that lots of research has done on rattlesnake and coyote and so many different animals. And it's very spiritual, beautiful land. And was called to a dry riverbed because I love water. And even though the water wasn't there, the essence of water was there. And 
as traveled through this riverbed, came across bones, deer, and different animals, and found rocks of every color of the chakra, and ended up building an altar in the middle of this dry riverbed, um, lining it up, Roy G. Biv, chakra colors from the root red all the way up to violet for the crown, found a scapula from a deer, and we took branches and made arms and legs and created this altar to the goddess Sita, to Durga, to Kali, Lakshmi, to Saraswati, all the goddesses, Mother Earth, Mother Ocean, Mother Love, Mother Moon, and chanted over it and sang songs like Jaya Jagadamba. And Jema is victory to the mother, chanting over it like La Loba, and brought to life this riverbed and felt this deep spiritual connection with the chakras and how the earth provides every single color and every material and everything we needed was in this dry riverbed. It was a really beautiful day. And I asked permission for the earth to take one of the stones and listen deeply and connected with her. And I still have an orange uh, crystal-like structure from the riverbed. And so really embracing the story of La Loba there of going with wolf and following intuition. And Carl Jung talks about this a little bit. And I write about it a lot because I am obsessed with the unholy trinity, the things that have been buried, lost, set aside, or as the Chumash tribe here in Santa Barbara says, put to sleep. And that's the unholy trinity has been put to sleep. And that's the feminine and the body and the unconscious. So the unconscious is like the shadow. And those are the things that are messy, that are dirty. As Dr. Eustace would say, they're moist. And we don't want to address them. We don't want to honor the body. I'm reading this book on the history of embodiment in the 17th century. Philosopher Van Conway says that the body is lazy and sluggish spirit. And I'm floored by this because this Cartesian, this is post Descartes saying, I think therefore I am, which was the separation of the body, mind, body, the body, mind, that the mind and the brain are one and the body we don't have deference towards or any reverence for any longer. And to say that the body is sluggish spirit absolutely floors me and blows me away because the body has wisdom and the body has memory. It remembers that's a memory within the body. And so, also the shadow is so important, and the feminine, this intuition. And so part of my thing, yes, my purpose, cultivate and inspire creative courage. But what is that through? That is through the deep seed of knowing what I define sight as, because I refuse to use the pejorative terms like blindness or sightlessness or visually impaired, because you can have sight without seeing through your physical eyes. You can have sight through the body, through your intuition, through your Shakti, your divine feminine, and it doesn't matter what you identify as for your gender, your sex, whatever, whomever you're attracted to, none of that matters. Because we all have this ability for the Sarah and the Sukha, the effort and the ease, the Shiva and the Shakti within us. 
and to tap into that Shakti is to feel into the body, into its wisdom, to its softness, into its moistness, its dampness, its dirt, its sorrow, its shadow, its shame, and to honor and acknowledge it and to say, it's okay. I'm going to hold you like a newborn in my arms and I'm going to give you what you need. I'm going to listen deeply. And if you need more sleep, I'm going to try to do that. And if you need more water, I'll try to do that too. And if you need some good food, we can do that. And I'm going to take care of you and I'm going to nurture you and I'm going to nourish you like Mother Earth nourishes all of us. And that's okay to tend the soul that way. That's so perfect. And that's to give that wisdom back to and be in relationship in the relational field with the body, with the wisdom, with the truth of the deep seat of knowing, our intuition, our third eye, to feel it and to know it and to be in relationship with it. And that's bringing together the unholy trinity from Carl Jung, the unconscious, the feminine, and the body all wrapped up there. And that for me is what go with wolf really means is that unholy trinity. How can we tap into that? Why should we have to go with other people's flow? And it's not to say you're not giving them a big F you. It's just you know what, I'm going to take this space. I, and I'm not going to space out. I No, 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 I don't want to space out because that's just, that's pointless. I'm going to space in. I'm going to be within. I'm going to tap into my interoception. What's going on within my body? My exteroception. What's happening in my environment? My propiate, preoception. Where am I in time and space right now? My somatic experience, my lived experience right now. And I'm going to honor it. And I'm going to trust the wisdom of my body and what I'm being guided by my body and by my unconscious through psyche and through the divine feminine flowing throughout all of us and within the collective. And I... I'm not coming down on the masculine energy at all. I think it's so powerful. And for me, it's just this fire. And it's a symbol of mountain. And it's strength. And it's spirit. And I love it. I absolutely love it. And I'm attracted to it. And I have arrows for it. And toward it. Always. But I want the balance. So I want to ground down. I want to pull the energy down. And that's wolf. Getting down to Mother Earth. Laying upon her. Connecting with her. That's go with wolf more than anything for me. So I thank you all for sharing with me. What does your flow look like? Are you are you going with wolf? Are you going with flow? What does it mean to you? How are you embracing it? How are you experiencing it? How is go with wolf landing for you in, around, and surrounding your body, your intelligence, your wisdom, your deep seat of knowing? I look forward to talking with all of you soon. Send me a message on Anchor or and or follow me on Instagram and Instant Go at Dr. Raven Elizabeth. Peace and blessings. Namaste.